Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 27th, 2019. Strong hand, be a unique beast, value wealth in Bitcoin. Having hype, unconfiscatable, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Are you guys in motion? I'm in motion. Five digit realm. Okay, guys, best guest in the space. We had him here on Friday. Check out the This Week in Bitcoin show, uh, techbalt.com, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Hello, my elite friends. Follow me on Twitter, at techbalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, disruptmeister.com. Oh, yeah. Hello, my unique beast. I hope everyone's out there being the unique beast tonight wherever you are on this planet because you are all around this planet watching me coming to you live from Tel Aviv. I wanted to thank Opset Classified yesterday. He sent $1 in the super chat. I didn't see it until the end. Dude, thank you for the support. He asked a question. He said if I would still want to speak in Detroit. Of course I want to speak in Detroit, dude. Of course. I want to speak anywhere. Now, here's the thing. If you organize something in Detroit, are people actually going to show up? Because right now in this space, if you have a Bitcoin event, it's hard to get people to show up. And for them, maybe a free event a free event, if you want to have a free event, have a free event. Have a paid event, have whatever you want to do. But to have like a real, a, a paid event where people go to, people aren't paying to go to events in, in a lot of different places. Attendance has been down. People are still in that mindset, um, that bear market mindset. We are not in that bull uh, crazy. And that's unfortunate that people don't want to learn, uh, that people aren't in that mindset because if people aren't in the bull mindset apparently they're not buying either now again you guys are 20 percenters you are buying and if you can gather up enough 20 percenters uh then then be my guest i'd be happy to come to an event in detroit of course it would be in 2020 because i am booked uh in, in 2019 life gets a lot easier for me um in, in 2020 end of 2019 okay so um moving on but but i mean we're going to talk more about uh how it there are some bigger issues in this space right now about individuals not buying. I mean, and that's a personal responsibility thing. As an individual, I've already, you know, got my share of Bitcoin. And I know you guys out there as individuals are trying to get more and more Bitcoin. But there are so many big individuals out there making excuses, but there are organizations out there that aren't making excuses and that are buying it. And it's going to end up one day, you're going to look back and the end of, some individuals are going to be like, oh, I got beaten by banks to this thing. <laughs> All right. Pound that like button, everyone. Uh, so here is another sign of like who is actually buying this stuff. We're happy to announce the release of the Gemini referral program. You can now earn money when you share our industry leading app with friends. So Gemini wants new customers. Gemini is develop, it has a referral program that they are sending out. I got this in an email. I'm not even a Gemini customer. Um, I tried to sa- sign up for them a long time ago and they needed like a, a power bill or something ridiculous and I never s- signed up all the way. But uh, they're sending out everyone they got an email address uh, to. Uh, they're sending emails saying they've got a referral program. So they obviously want more customers, individual customers. There are not a lot of newbies, individual newbies, at least coming to this space. So, hey, that's good for the strong hands that never ditch the space, 
that have been accumulating all along. Um, the weak hands are being have been weeded out. And there are factors that are keeping up the price other than new people coming in and buying it. It is not new people. And we've discussed this on recent shows. A lot of people have discussed this. Um, n- new people are not coming into the space at a very high rate, at least, if at all, uh, to, to buy Bitcoin. And uh, so it's, it's, just, it's the smart heads that are buying it. And there are a lot of people that are not selling it, the strong hands, which is great. And we're going to talk about that right now. Did the IRS, with those letters, help create um, a new generation of strong hands? The, the tax fear that some of those letters sent into people, um, did it create a floor, a, a, a price floor, where people were like, okay, I'm just not selling. And, 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 and thus, it's not going below a certain point because people do not want to deal with getting into fiat. They don't want to mess with the fiat realm now. They got scary IRS letters. Maybe they had to do it once and they're like, eh, I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to get this letter again. Uh, I don't know. I, I, if you look, I look on the bright side of everything. IRS letters, it scared people, but it promotes a buy and hold strategy. If you, if you buy Bitcoin in the United States and you don't sell it, then you don't pay taxes. There was no... Uh, there was no transaction. You just bought something. They, they, there's, there's not a wealth tax on Bitcoin in the United States. If you sell it, then you're into their realm. Then you're back into the fiat realm. So, hey, man, this, this might have created a lot more strong hands out there. It definitely, it probably scared away impulsive people from the space. Impulsive flippers might have been like, uh, I've had enough of this. I'm out of it. I'm out of here now. I'm not even going to. I'm not getting the altcoins anymore. I'm not doing anything. And then people who considered coming into the space were like, oh, I heard everyone gets an IRS letter. I'm not getting into this. I'm impulsive. And they were the ones that would mostly, uh, that probably would have just been uh, flipping Bitcoin for altcoins. So it's it's hurting altcoins. Um, it's, it's not a, it scared off new people from coming into the space, but it's, it scared off um, weak handed type people from coming into the space. But it's, it's strengthened some people's hands that are already in the space and now really know not to mess with the fiat realm and you won't get, well, you might still get a scary IRS letter, but you won't have to worry about. Okay, so yeah, thanks IRS for creating some more strong hands. Pound that like button with your uh, strong hand. Hey, I'm looking on the bright side of things, baby. You got to frame it in a positive way. You can always do that. Frame your life in a positive way. That's what I do, baby. All right. Um... I want to make an announcement. Soft launch. <laughs> people, uh, yeah, I know people try to be my friends on Facebook. I said I, I don't mix my Facebook life with my uh, Bitcoin life. But I decided to start a Bitcoin Meister Facebook page. It's not Adam Meister. It's the Bitcoin Meister. You can go to facebook.com slash disrupt Meister. It's linked to below. I've really added nothing there. You can like it. I will, I mean, I guess some of you will get updates that way. I'll probably add to it. It's a soft launch right now. I'm not spending much time on it, but it exists now. There is a Bitcoin Meister Facebook page. It's simply facebook.com slash disrupt Meister. Oh, so so I'm the Bitcoin Meister. I'm the disrupt Meister. Hey, that's my slogan, isn't it? Pound that like button. Hey, that's my slogan, isn't it? 
Strong hand. Hey, isn't that my slogan? Strong, uh, so many slogans. <laughs> anyway, pound that like button. So here's some news I'm just finding out about that. Uh, you know, I had heard rumors about this before, and, I, and now the story broke last week. This is from Australia. I know i got a lot of people listening to this show. Sportsmeister.com. You can listen to all the podcast versions. I've got extra extra podcasts you don't get on video there. Sportsmeister.com. But, and Australians like that, apparently. People could be jailed for two years and fined $25,200 Australian dollars just for using more than $10,000 Australian in cash in one transaction under a new bill being put to the Australian Parliament, an exposure draft of the legislation called the Currency Bill 2019 was quietly introduced by Treasurer John Frydenberg last month. Under the proposed law, all cash transactions between businesses and individuals would be limited to $10,000, and any amount over this would be considered criminal. Ouch. So here's an interesting take on this from a guy, Philip uh, Stowe. He says the Australian government's proposed uh, ban on cash above $10,000 is not about reducing the black market economy or tax avoidance, but to lay the groundwork for negative interest rate policy, prevent a run on the banks, and to increase the banking sector's power. Now, the, the last thing, I don't care about the banking sector's power. That's, that's not my worry. Um, I, I don't use that terminology. I don't vilify the banking sector. Uh, but uh, well, if they conspire with the government, well, no, that's not cool. When you're, when you're conspiring with the government, that's not cool. But bankers do serve a purpose. But ignoring all that, um, does this lay the groundwork for negative interest rate policy and basically gets, prevents people from taking huge amounts of money out of the Australian banks and keeping it under their mattress because it's cheaper uh, under negative interest rates to keep cash under your uh, mattress than it is in a bank. Now, it might not be as safe, or maybe it is as safe. So that's a very interesting point that uh, this guy brings up. But, you know, they might be doing this for virtue signaling, also just saying, oh, we want to look good to our constituents that we're preventing black market stuff. And it's a, it's a power grab for the government to keep track of everything. It's a combination of everything that dude just said. All right, so interesting. Hey, so no matter what reason they're doing it for, you can combat it. Or, I mean, you can make up conspiracy theories about it and do nothing and just complain that you can't get $10,000 out of the bank. Or you can uh, get into Bitcoin and uh, you can do whatever you want with your Bitcoin, with that, with that type of... Uh, real money there with that type of cash okay and what is this coin metrics data that this is interesting less uh well 50, about 50 percent of bitcoin's current realized cap is made and this is all linked to below everything that i'm quoting is linked to below is made up of coins oh and if you have questions you guys can do the super chat because of course this is live just checking if anybody else has uh, sent that okay yeah, I answer questions in that super chat. I'll see it. So uh, about 50% of Bitcoin's current realized cap is made up of coins that have a cost basis which is greater than current prices. This is down from 74%, uh, which were in the red on January 1st, 2018. Now there's much there's a much more solid base for Bitcoin built in at the 3,000 to 12,000 range 
than before. And Nick Carter basically sums that up by saying, this signa- or in a report, I don't know if Nick actually said this, this signifies the capitulation is most likely almost complete. Yeah, we cans be gone. Since a majority of the coins that were bought above 13,000 have now been sold. Oh, you weak hands, you should have just held on. A relatively large amount of Bitcoin ownership is now concentrated in the 3,000 to 12,000 range, which is setting up for a healthier base. Hey dudes, you strong hands, you stuck with it, you've got it, you paid between 3,000 and 12,000 a lot of people. Be patient, just be patient. There are gonna be some spikes Wait until after the 2020 halving and then come to me, okay? Pound that like button. All right, here is a uh, interview. Uh, uh, Glenn Beck interviewed Tim Pool. And the only thing that pertains to Bitcoin is at the very end, at the one, and it pertains to Facebook, uh, Libra, at the one hour and 29 minute mark, um, Tim Pool is complaining about Facebook Libra and how it's bad because it's gonna, they're going to be able to turn people off financially in the future. And again, if you're worried about that, just get in the Bitcoin. I mean, you don't have to accept Facebook Libra and you don't have to worry about this. But he says Libra is scary. Tim Pool says Libra is scary. And it's not scary, dudes. It's not scary. That's FUD. It's, all, it's awesome because it is a corporation competing with governments, with government money. And that is something that is different, okay? We should want this diversity of money. We should want the real thing, which is Bitcoin. We should want countries to have uh, have their currencies. And we can want, uh, we can ha- have uh, companies, corporations with, with their own money. You don't have to participate in any of those ecosystems anymore. We have that, we have ways to opt out. You can opt out in the Bitcoin. So the thing is the 80% are so darn complacent they, they will never get into, so many of them won't get into Bitcoin. They'll accept their Libra coin. They'll accept their Fed coin. And when they get turned off, when the few of them that gets turned off by Libra and get and, and can't buy a darn thing and can't use their credit card anymore, then they'll just complain when they should have just gotten the Bitcoin in the first place. So to me, it isn't scary. It's going to onboard a lot of people onto a Bitcoin. So I welcome it. This is where the big boys play. Let Libra compete. Um, you can FUD all you want and try to scare people about it. It's not scary. It's not scary at all if you know what you're doing and you understand that even if uh, 2% of all the people who end up with Facebook coin get into Bitcoin, that is freaking awesome. And that's thanks to Mark Zuckerberg and the dudes over there uh, wanting to be the wealthiest people on the planet Earth. Good for them. Good for them. They want to they want to print their own currency. Good. Let them. I think uh, they should be able to. Uh, that Maxi Waters, Maxi Waters goes on a trip to Switzerland. This is real on the government money, government dole. She goes to Switzerland to learn more about uh, regulation on on Facebook coin on Libra. And then she comes back and she still hasn't learned. This is a true story. This is this is what's going on. She's still worried about Libra. <laughs> that we should have Maxine Waters be the one who judges if Libra should come or not. No. Screw them. Libra will happen in some way at some point. And if they can't do it in the United States, they'll do it somewhere else. Let companies have their own coins. I it doesn't threaten me at all, baby. And so, you know, Tim Pool, I don't think he fully understands this. I don't think it, but he's not a fool uh a full uh, market compete type of guy. He believes in some sorts of regulations and stuff. You know, he's, he isn't 
he, he's no Adam Meister. Pound that like button. But he's good at what he does. So, um, This is where the big boys play, baby. Let, let them let them compete. Don't complain. Uh, all you coins out there. So, yeah. Corporate, there's nothing wrong with a corporation being more powerful than a country. We're going to have to get that through our heads in this 21st century, okay? Welcome to the future, baby. The golden age. There are going to be corporations that are more powerful than, uh, com- uh, than uh, countries, which is great. All right. Uh, you are an individual, okay? So you, you, you control yourself. So who cares if a company is more powerful than a, a, a country? Uh, you get into the real money. Control your own destiny. Bitcoin. All right. Here is something from Nick Carter. He's no fan of Wired Magazine because they did a story on fake Toshi. And he says, Daily reminder that Wired deliberately destroyed the private keys to a wallet with 13.34 Bitcoin because Bitcoin is nothing more than an abstraction. And so, yes, the cool kids at Wired back in 2013 mined 13.34 Bitcoin and then destroyed it because they said it was nothing more than an abstraction. I mean, because they were trying to be hip and you know, that's what a hipster does. Yeah, man, I got this Bitcoin and we're a magazine and we're not going to save it or anything and pay ourselves later. No, we're too cool. <laughs> you know, capitalism, not cool. We'll just destroy it. Now, all these years later, not that many years later, six years later, those dudes destroyed 13 Bitcoin. You know how much that's worth right now, you fiat freaks. That is insane. That is laughable. That's what, you know, fitting in gets you to be a, be a cool kid. That's where you end up. You end up broke and you end up looking like a toad. My, my Lord, my Lord, that looks horrible now. You know, yesterday I was talking about how in the future, the near future, pe- people are going to be trying to find every last 0.01 Bitcoin they misplaced. What are the people at? Uh, what are people there at Wired thinking? They didn't misplace thirteen Bitcoin. They destroyed the private key. They, that's it. They destroyed it. <laughs> that that's just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. So plan ahead, people. Plan ahead, people. Uh, you, you, well, I don't think anyone uh, is going to lose uh, their thirteen Bitcoin or anything. But plan ahead with your your uh, your change, your loose change. All right, because when you look back on the past. Things that look kind of funny, things that didn't look that valuable, actually are quite valuable. They did not have the long-term thinking. Uh, they could not defer their little, uh, their odd form of gratification there. So there's another lesson. All right, here's some insider info. Oh, wait, Luke Townley yesterday said in the chat, what do we call the people who will only ever own Bitcoin on Lightning Network because they weren't in early? I don't know what you call those people. I mean, I would I would just call them spenders. They didn't get into big. This is the future we're talking about. They didn't get into Bitcoin until they needed to spend Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. So they're not saver types. They, and so they're spenders. That's all they are. And hey, that's what they wanted. They didn't want to save. They didn't want to get in early. And now, you know, in 2028 or whatever is now in the future, they'll be on the Lightning Network spending uh, the, the the Bitcoin they. They got somehow the little bits of it uh, to get coffee or something. All right. They had their chance back now here in uh, 2019. But all right. Um, 
my buddy won out of a, a 124. He asked me a question. Okay, I'll answer this question. Uh, there needs to be a way for dormant wallets and change, change addresses. Uh, say no activity for uh, 100 years to be recycled through mining. No, I, I am totally against that. Otherwise, all will be lost eventually. No, not all. No, those will be lost. Those are lost. That's it. It's over. That's that's deflation right there. That's deflation. That no, no. There's no need to recycle them. They're dead. I mean, you don't know. Maybe the person could come back. For the, there could be new technologies that we don't know about. The the, the Messiah could come and, and the dead could rise from the grave and they would need their Bitcoin again. So no, that you can't. No, that, I don't. There, that won't happen. There's 21 million of them ever created. If you lose it, you lose it. That's it. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. Pound that like button. All right. So uh, here's some insider information from for all you dudes. You guys love the crypto dividends. You guys signed up for your Mimblewimble coin crypto dividend because you found out about it here. And there's an update uh, from Chris. I link to it below, and hopefully, by the way, they will get that thing. They need an ex- they need to get on an exchange before they go live, and hopefully, it'll be Bisc. I think that that would be nice. Um, but again, I'm just giving my opinion on the whole thing. He said we are pleased to announce that we will be tentatively targeting a mainnet launch date of November the 11th, 2019, and a claims launch date of December the 11th, 2019. So for all you guys who went through the whole MWC airdrop process, who want to get your crypto dividend in the flesh, well, December 11th looks like it is going to be the day. But they're going to test the the main net starting November 11th so they know what the heck they're doing. And again, we got it for free. So I think we're patient and it's great to get interest on your Bitcoin. It is great to get crypto dividends. Uh, for your, I mean, it's it's the reward you get for being a holder, for being an elite holder, to know knowing how to hold it correctly on your trezor. That is that's what savings is all about, baby. You we get re- in the Bitcoin community, you get rewarded for being a proper holder and controlling your private key. Now, keeping it on Coinbase, no, you don't get MWC or anything like that. All right, so what else do we have here? Oh, an idea here. Speaking of crypto dividends, I have mentioned this idea before, and I'm going to go through it real fast. But there's a guy in Israel who actually wants to build this product and needs funding. So if you're interested in this product and you want to fund this dude in Israel um, who wants to build it, then uh, contact me at adam at trezorhelp.com or send me a DM at, at, at techball, T-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'll put you in, in, in uh, touch. All it is is a simple web interface where you, you, you put in your private key and again, at this point, you've already removed your Bitcoin and anything else you could remove from that private key. Okay, you've extracted everything that you possibly could, but at that and and at that point, you put it into this website, and it will automatically show every single crypto dividend that you have, how much of it, and you will be able to click a button and push send and send it to an address of your choice, which will hopefully be an exchange where you will turn it into Bitcoin. And that website will take a cut of that crypto dividend when you send it, okay? So you you see how it all works there? So if you're interested, and so the person who owns the website, who creates the website, uh, he gets a cut 
of every bit of crypto dividends that are claimed there, but the crypto dividend holders get to send away their crypto dividend in one quick, easy web interface and send it to an exchange, turn it into Bitcoin, so everybody ends up happy. The, the whack crypto dividends that you could never get beforehand, you can now get and get some Bitcoin for them. And the person that is allowing you to do this, he is getting a cut. And yes, it involves trusting that the guy isn't just going to steal all of those crypto dividends that you were never going to get anyway because you don't know how to get them. But the reputation of the site will no doubt be built up. So I, the guy is – I presented this idea to a few different people. And again, if you're interested in building this, then you contact me too. i got a, a guy in Israel that wants to build it. But if you're anywhere in the world and you want to build this, tell me. I, I, I'd love to help you promote it and get you funding so such a tool exists. Because I've got old uh, private keys that I would like to get these ridiculous crypto dividends from. Um, that I've, I've never gotten. Lightning BTC, Super BTC, whatever else. And then just – just send it, and I don't care if someone gets a cut of it, gets 10% of it. I don't give a darn. I'll, I'll get it, one, one-stop shop, send it to the, uh, the exchange, and get my Bitcoin. All right, so that, there you go. If anybody wants to fund something like that, I'll put you in touch with this dude in Israel. All right, in Tel Aviv. They're in motion here, baby. Maybe you're in motion too. All right. And uh, finally, remember DisruptMeister.com, 1,400 videos there. Um, we got James, James OB. He says, and this is a tweet. Big, okay, he has an article. It's called Bitcoin is for safety. Now, again, this article has a lot of uh, financial scenarios that are pretty disturbing for the United States and the world. So the bottom line is if you actually think all these, and he explains them in a very easy to understand way. All, uh, the, the negative interest rates, a lot of things he explains, very easy to understand. And I'm not saying all this is going to happen. I think 80%ers are going to do what they're going to do. The dollar is going to remain king, blah, 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 blah. I'm not too worried about it. But if I was, but again, I, no matter what happens, even if something bad happens, I've got Bitcoin. And that's his point. That's his point of this is, is that, you know, here are the worst case scenarios. If you have Bitcoin, Bitcoin is for safety. It will protect you against the scenarios. But if you're interested about hearing about these doom scenarios, check out the link below. He said, I've been watching markets compulsively for the last few years, and it's obvious that we're headed for some strange times. I've been meaning to write about this and how Bitcoin ties in for a while, but finally got around to it this weekend. Okay, I will agree with him with this. It, there are some strange times. The world is a changing. Of course, it's changing. It's always strange times. Things change. Things aren't the same as they were. Things are different. Okay, they're able to pull. People are able to pull off more and more. Eighty percenters are willing to get more and more free stuff in order to take inflation. It's a weird world. Whatever. Check it. if you want to read about it. It is an easy to understand article for those interested in those type of things. Steel Horse, I'll leave it with you. Any comments on the rolling? That the no, dude, I it was what yesterday's video was about, dude. You you should watch yesterday's video. All right, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. I will say hi to you, dudes, in the chat right after I push this 